Bonus bills are back. This is this is the follow-up show to hopefully the show you just listened to, Board Bills, on this podcast, Dan and Bray Presents, where we, on that episode, listened to the number one hits of what year? Did we pick a year? I forget. Was it just a random year? or No, there was, there was a reason for it, right? There's a reason for it. It was 2005. That's 2005. Because, because it came after 2004, 2004 which we already That's because covered. it's in the yeah. decade of the aughts. Right, right. Uh, which is what we are doing this entire season, season six. Um, on that show, we listen to the number one hits of the year. And this show, we also listen to number one hits, but... Not of the main Hot 100 chart. It's not what you think, of, guys. Yeah. Not what you think. Yeah. It's other number one hits of other charts. The best charts, some say. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But um, it's nice to do when we're in a time like this where we're in the middle of a run of, uh, of, of, a, of, a, of a genre kind of dominating the main charts. You know, a lot of hip-hop R&B of the early yeah. aughts that you remember. And so what we do here, we're going to look at rock and roll. We're going to look at adult contemporary, Christian, maybe Latin, uh, international, uh, different charts, just to get the landscape of what was topping the charts. We'll break it down further. I'm presenter Brandon, excited because I think, my co-presenters will attest to 2005 not so hot on the on the main chart we didn't we yeah. weren't too thrilled with it misnomer right hot 100 uh number ones no way <laughs> pretty lukewarm you could say it was mid mid of the decade it's as mid yeah. as it gets we've been saying that we've been saying that it really is uh living up to its name as mid as it gets, that term comes from the year two thousand five. That's where they oh, pulled that the, the term. That's where they pulled that the term the mid from. To, it makes as sense. Good as it, that was a sequel to "As Good as It Gets," as mid as it gets. <laughs> as mid as it gets. Yeah, yeah. It's a prequel, maybe, maybe prequel. Mm, yeah, things were getting better. Or no, it would be the middle part of the trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it's true. as bad as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mid. Um. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to say that as well, Brandonian. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for these for these bonus charts. We need it. We deserve it. Cause the main yeah. chart stinker, stinker, smelly. Yeah. Ugh. Stinks. Definitely a nose uh, pin. Is that what? Is that what you? Is that what the thing is? Clothes pin on your nose. Clothes <laughs> pin on your, on your nose. nose type yeah. of year. You can say nose pin. I like that. Why, yeah. Why not? If you use it for your nose, why yeah. not call it a nose pin? Should be. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't jive. How about this? I don't jive with O five. As a, ooh. Right now. I don't jive with O five. But I'm the also um, presenter Danny. I didn't say my name. Presenter Danny. Presenter oh. number two. Um. When Brandon that was one listening, over there. When Brandon was listing the charts, it was. One of mine, two of mine. I think he didn't say. So <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get. We'll we'll get to that. <laughs> Sorry, and I'm presenter number three, Dave Cologne. 
Um, you know, it is the the main chart is so dominant in one genre. Should we just cut off that genre that genre from this bonus bills program? Like, there's a whole chart we focus on, maybe a couple of charts where we already cover that genre. So it's not an an outsider alt genre chart at all. It's like the mainstream staff. It, it is. And last year, last in 2004, it, it almost restricted me because I only had two available <sighs> oh, yeah. options. Well, we and loved they were that. by the same artist, but he was forced to play. I will say, the artist he despises. Not great true. songs. Great, <laughs> great songs. songs. Good song that he would not song. selected. <laughs> that he would not have selected if not. Uh, my hand was forced, but I will yeah. say, this year is a different story. This oh, year more is, selections. This year had some ah. some discovery. So if you get to cater this year, like there were two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You get to, uh, what's, coordinate, what's the word? <laughs> curate, um, curate, curate, you get to curate yeah. this year. You have choice. Yeah. Are you Doesn't talking matter. about one chart in particular, Brandon? Yeah. Talk about, okay. This, this year, I'm getting ahead of myself, it overlaps almost entirely with my rap chart. So, like, I'm going to do mm. something a little creative really? Really? this uh -oh. year. Not creative, uh -oh. I just... I need to wait for you to go before I decide mm -hmm. what songs I'm going to pick. That's what I have to do this year because of how, okay. how much. Because like my favorite stuff was also on your chart, so I think undoubtedly oh. you're probably going to play my two favorite songs. Maybe, okay. maybe, oh. maybe, maybe not. We'll All see. Right. We'll see. I like this. I also this is also from research from like a week ago, so I don't really remember. But I have like <laughs> a playlist of all the songs, so I'm gonna be picking live. Different. It's gonna be different. We're picking live, uh, so I'm not gonna have any wow. research ready. You know, I normally have my wiki research ready to go that I copy and paste to a Word doc. I don't have it for that chart because I don't know what song I'm picking right now. Yeah, crazy, it's crazy too, stuff. Too hard to pull up Wikipedia. On, Can't do on it your... <laughs> on my computer. It, it would take it would take all night. I don't... Yeah, Dan is working on a computer that takes about 30 minutes to rev up. <laughs> It's, it's it's run by a, it's like a hamster in a wheel inside the computer. That's 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 how it runs. Yeah. Analog. Yeah. True I'm analog. Sure. That's cool. Um, well, yeah. Let's get into it. Well, yeah. Let's let's check out these bonus charts. Well, um, I guess I'll I'll just kick it off with with the chart in question so that Dan can start uh, kind of breaking into his. <laughs> live picks Ooh, i like this because if you didn't pick that chart first dan would have precedent the, yeah he would have the choice but, but you're I, forcing dan to but i know ne i never do this chart first so i gotta wait a whole round oh you I could though no you i could can't. do whatever you want i can't i can't just a thing we've never really addressed i know you do it for a reason but the fact that you get to see my chart it's just a little okay a little rude let me. I said I know it's for a reason. No, no, I, no. I understand. No, no. Listen, I don't go to your chart ever. I go to the songs on my chart and I look where else they charted. So oh. I've never once known the full selection okay. you have ever. I just want to be honest. But I've never. You still know some that overlap. Yeah, and in some years like this year, I know most probably. Just say no. I dare you to say no. That's wrong. It's right. <laughs> Technically, I've never gone to your charts page. 
That's I go kind to my, of cool. I respect I, that, Dan. I go to my song pages. That. I go to the song I pages you and look at the charts. Brandon's saying you're rude, but you're actually being a gentleman. I'm, just, I'm not saying necessarily that he's rude. I'm just saying the nature of the circumstance is rude. <laughs> yeah, but you thought he was looking at your chart, but he wasn't. He was doing the most uh, like polite thing possible in this situation. Yes. Well, speaking of polite things, I saw an artist on this chart and I said... I don't know this song by looking at it, but I do know that my two <laughs> colleagues love this artist. Oh. So I'm probably going to play it no matter what. Oh, could it be So now? that I can share yes. uh, with them. Uh, and it sounds like maybe this was on Dan's chart too, because it probably it's probably the it best is, one. It's probably the best one. Undoubtedly be uh, one that he would pick. So this is, and, and, and I'm sorry, Dan, but uh, whether you hate it or love it, I'm doing it. Oh, so good. Great song. This is Hate It or Love It by The Game. Oh, The yes. Game, right. And 50 Cent. Whoa. And this is on what chart? The R&B hip-hop chart. Wow. Also on the hot, R&B. Also on the hot rap songs chart. It's on both. Okay, Dave, something you just said will occur, recur today. But it has a soulful feel to it, so I get it. Yep. It's produced by Dre. Cool and Dre. Hey, 50 sounds good on this track. He sounds good on the hook. I I, I was gonna say yeah. with this production, I love it so much more. Oh, this is a great track. This is pretty much how we get introduced to the game in right. popular mu- in popular music. He was doing stuff before this, like mixtapes and stuff, but this is like his introduction, and he's so cool. So I, I love I love this verse. Just because it's it is produced by both Dr. Dre and Cool and Dre, who was a different Dre. Right, right, two Dre's. Yep. Now the game, complete West Coast guy. Yeah, he was allowed into uh, G Unit, a very New York-based rap uh, crew. Yeah, they they start beefing pretty soon after this. It's like yeah, it's like, the West Coast, East Coast thing, like. Re, uh, I I remember reading about like their beef years ago. I don't remember exactly what went down, but yeah, they they hated each other for a while. I don't think they do anymore. I think they're cool now. But um, well, the song's called "Love It or Hate." Hate yeah, it, right? There you so go. it's like there's a love-hate relationship within. So this, this samples um, with these guys. This samples uh, uh, "Rubber Band" by the Tramps. Right. Oh, cool. Um, and which was also sampled by Eric B. and Rakim in the '80s. Uh, so pretty. Um, well, actually, a lot of things um, sample this, but uh, so I will play real quick. The um, I would like to play just a little sample of the sample. Uh, we have. Right, right. Yeah, pretty famous. Come on, uh, someone had to use this for for yeah. rap. Yeah, just pretty, pretty there for the taking there. 
Excellent. Um, so yeah, so Dan, I'm assuming that is one of the ones that you would have you would have picked. Undeniable. Yeah, the game has become one of my favorite rappers. I listened. I listened. Went through his whole discography in college. It was very very into the Dude. game. Like thirty mixtapes, like a bunch of albums. Like he arguably puts out too much, um, <laughs> but. I love it all. I really do. Um, to Dave's point, and, well, and and you, Brandon, good by Fifty Cent on this song, like good hook, but the game, yeah. it's, not, it's not even close. The game is like leagues better talent wise than Fifty. Like yeah. he's way more clever lyricist, smarter lyricist, just better rapper in every way you can be. I think I've also. I go back and forth on this. I think in general, I prefer West Coast rap and rapper style <gasps> to East Coast. Really? Like, yeah. Like it's a lot You're of, from the East Coast, though. But it's, And rap started in the East. But the West Coast, West Coast has the game. The West Coast has Kendrick. West Coast has Tupac. Like It's a lot of rappers I like. I like the style better, usually. But when you throw Atlanta into the mix, then I don't know. Then that's a tough one because Atlanta. And when you throw Detroit yeah. in the the mix, Eminem, <laughs> come on, it gets a little tough. Well, maybe Big Shaw. Sides, maybe Big Shaw, but uh, yeah. Well, sorry. Madonna also a Detroit rapper. <laughs> <laughs> she I, raps this decade. And I do a double latte, and I take a, a, a shot, and I, it's, yeah, I skipped over well, that. So it's funny you say that, Dan. Like Fifty Cent, not as good. He doesn't have the abilities that the game has behind the microphone, but something he is good at, two things I can think of that he is maybe better at than a lot of people. One, he's got like good melodic sensibility. So like the hooks are always pretty memorable, right? Every song mm-hmm. he's like kind of sing rap, all the, all the big hits so far we've heard. Very good memorable hooks. Number two, he's a businessman. Vitamin water, come on. Uh, so he always surrounds himself with like very talented people, even if he's not the most talented person in the room. He like knows uh, who to surround himself with to be successful. Dr. Dre, Eminem, the game, uh, Young Buck, come on, Lloyd Banks, bro. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I don't know. I think he, I respect him. I don't think he's the best rapper at all, but I do think he's like a cut above some of the other new, like generic New York rappers from that period. Sure. Um, he definitely yeah. had his, his own thing going on. Own thing. Yeah. It's cool to get West Coast representation to the top of the charts because this decade so far, it's been a lot of St. Louis, it's been a lot of Atlanta. ATL, um, yeah, and it's been it's been a lot of well, New York from Fifty Cent, right? True. Um, what West Coast Snoop Dogg, Not really? Right, Snoop oh, Dogg, yeah. Snoop Dogg. But, but you but know, even like that's production wise too. Um, like Neptune's, that's that's Virginia, Virginia right. Beach, yeah. Um, and and it's in Atlanta, and, and Atlanta. Beach. Uh, um, is it Jermaine Dupri? Where is he from? Is he Atlanta? He's probably he's Atlanta. I feel like he would be from Atlanta, um, but I'm not sure. But yeah, either way, yeah, it's it's been eastern half of the United States, <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah. So it's cool to the West. The West is back again. The West. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 
I don't know if I want to read some of the other ones that I didn't pick in case they are on yours. Maybe we can talk about it after you do your chart. Maybe yeah. you guys could read it together. Um, <laughs> that'd, be f that'd be fun. But the, the thing yeah. that I am going to play, as soon as I saw it, before I even listened to it, I was like, oh, I haven't thought about this in a long time. And was far and away the best thing to choose from. And is now, I think, underrated. Okay. One thing by Amory. One thing, yeah. Amory. Oh, Amory. cool. Not, not, this is not on my list. Yeah. This is... Oh, no, it's not. Well, it's not rap. This is... But it has a very hip-hop... Yeah, so it's it's a sample uh, of the meters. Damn. It's so cool. Forgot about this. Really, really good. I'm sure many people have misattributed this to Beyonce, unfortunately. It's because it's so, not so similar, but very reminiscent of Crazy in Love. Yeah. Uh, Crazy in Love. The, the drum break. Has that, has that um, vibe, yeah. Yeah. But I, I always yeah. remember, remember loving this song. This is like one of my favorites from the era. I the love drums are so cool. It is, like... Yeah. The the manipulation of the sample is so good. Not to be confused with that artist current artist that Brandon loves, Amaray. <laughs> All right. This is Amory. Right. Does she have any other hits? I, I remember this one. Um not really. Not really. That I know of, yeah. I was always waiting for her to come back for with another hit, but it never seemed to happen. Cool, uh, cool, yeah. Stuff in this. I definitely didn't give this song enough like attention back in the day. This is. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. This is for cool. Sure. Oh okay. It's the same producer as Crazy in Love. Okay, makes sense. But apparently. Rich Harrison. So I want to. So that it makes it a, does make a lot of sense. A lot but, of sense. Like apparently she had a lot of input in the sample. Like she like there's like quotes they've said like talking about uh, you know the famous drummer for the Meters Ziggy and and his uh, you know the way they go back and forth with the guitarist. So here's the um, this is from O Calcutta by the Meters, which is their version of a, a song from the Broadway show O Calcutta. So, a lot of uh, <coughs> jumping around here. Um. Yeah, so I mean, like, the, but they, like, really just, like, beefed cool. up that sample, chopped it, chopped screwed it, it up. Cool. Made it cool as hell. Not that that wasn't cool. I mean, it's kind of whatever. But, uh, uh, great <laughs> sample. Um, and yeah, really, really glad to rediscover the song. Not something that I've I've heard in a long time, and just kind of 
forgot about it. Like really forgot about it. Um, and so this is this is what I was saying. Where like I, I I this is my one of my favorite things about the bonus bills is being able to go through these charts, discover some things. Again, I don't want to read uh, some of the other ones I didn't pick because there were there were a couple that I considered too. Um, uh, so we'll talk about that after Dan goes through his chart. Uh, but yeah. And of course there was a lot of, uh, there, of course there was a lot of crossover, you know, um, with, with the main chart, you know, we belong together, still reign supreme. Ha, yeah. And the course. other Mariah Carey song that I definitely remember how it goes and could sing it for you right now. No problem. Uh, that also hit number one. Um, well, you forgot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how yeah. ironic. Uh, gold digger, you know, so a lot of the same stuff, right? But hey, hey guys, if there's just one thing to take away from this episode, it is Amory. It's great, so far, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if there's just if one, there's thing, one thing, you know, I'm uh, sure there's multiple things you can take away from the episode, but if there's only one thing, yes, Amory is great. So, welcome the so, game. To the, officially into the lexicon of Dan and Brave presents. Very happy. Very and happy. and, yeah. and Amory, welcome to the the lore of Dan and Brave present. I think we should do that more often. I think we should like keep track, like like say welcome to new artists uh, more. I'm going to start doing that. We should be more yeah. welcoming, less closed off to these artists. So there we go. That's my first chart. Dan, you're up. Do you want me to go right into the rap songs chart? You could do whatever you could do whatever you want. I think it'd be fun. I think okay. it'd be. I, I, Let's do it. Right. Yeah. Let's I do think it. you I'm should. Completely screwed up now. I don't know how to yeah, think. Yeah, Dan about, might need know. a whole other hour to prepare. Yeah, I need. I, I need a whole new Word doc to open up. Like I gotta. That'll take like ten minutes on this computer. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, those were great, Brandon, and I'm happy that you picked one and not both that I wanted to right. play that I I'm pretty oh, sure this okay. other one that I'm about to play was also on your chart you probably it know probably what I'm was, gonna play you probably know I, what I'm gonna play I probably do and it was my third I had a th I had a clear-cut third and fourth choice okay um so here let me screen share please Ooh, so you might hear right please, here let me share let me With share let me share on this on the zoom please okay so that was uh, Brandon, what's your uh, what's your hip hop name, Brandon? You always forget, never say. Arn Bran, uh, R Brand, Brand B, Brandy, Brandy, right, Brandy. Um, never, still never satisfied with the right name. It'll come one day. Okay, um, it's me. Danny doing the hot rap song chart, but I'm not Danny anymore. I am temporarily old Danny Bastard, Wu-Tang Dan, Big Danny Kane, Danity Kane. Big Danity Kane. Big Danity Kane. <laughs> um, and the Fresh Stints. That's a good one. I like that one. It's a good one. Um, yeah, so Hate It or Love It was on my chart. I have, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, how about this one, Dan? I have a nickname for Go you, ahead. new one. Dan by Eminem. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> By Eminem featuring Dido. No, thanks. Um, okay. <laughs> 10 songs on my list for 2005. One of them hits number one on the damn. Hot 100 next year. So that one is eliminated. How about Stin? That one's eliminated. Stin instead of Stan. Please stop. Stin, I want you to stop. I'd like, I'd like for you to stop. Stin. I'd like for you to stop now. <laughs> Please stop. Um, also Gold Digger on this one. And also Candy Shop, which hit number one on the main chart, right? Same for me. Um, another 50 Cent song hit number one on my chart. Just a little bit. Remember that song, Dave? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. Maybe. Not going to play that. It's a little bit familiar to me. Yeah. This is one I, this is a must. I had to play this because this, you're talking about introducing artists into the uh, Dan and Brave universe. This introduces two. And two that I, okay. One I was very into at the time. The other one I liked at the time. It got even more into like college and, and after. Con. Oh, yeah. This was also on my chart. Holy shit. But so, wasn't one of the ones I was considering. Oh, I, this is automatic for me. I love this. I love the beat. This is Soul Survivor by GZ and Akon. Here we go. You turn up a little bit, Dan? Yeah. Blow it. Yeah, blow up. Right. It's just so heavy. I, I love this song. Okay. I want to talk about Young Jeezy for a second. So his flow and style I've always been obsessed with because of the ad libs that it's in every single song he puts out. He has like a collection of pre-recorded ad libs that he inserts into every single song he does. There is no Jeezy song that doesn't have these. Like the hey and like yeah <laughs> like it's just it's it's so good. And then you got Akon on the hook, produced by Akon as well, this song. Um mm. But yeah, Akon huge at this time. We haven't talked about him yet. This is, um, I get, yeah, um, massive. I, I, I guess it's more second half of the decade where he, where he really blows up. Crucial yeah. voice for this period. Yeah, like you hear the ad libs. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 it's so fun, man. I love this song. It's kind of scary. A little, a little darker for Akon. Usually, a little more. Right. Little, I think his bigger songs are a little more bubbly, a little more happy. This is a little. Yeah. Kind of has like a twisted nursery rhyme sound. Right. That would yeah. appear in a horror film. Pause it there. So, um, wow. Yeah. So that's. That was definitely Akon. one that I wanted to include. Young Jeezy. That's Young Jeezy featuring Akon on the Young Jeezy album. Let's get it. Thug Motivation 101. Uh, <laughs> um, Jeezy, another Atlanta guy. Um, yeah, he put out 
he's another guy that just like the game just was putting out oh my god so much music so many mixtapes like just like every month <laughs> it felt like there was just so much content and i was listening to a lot of it especially in college um in college he came to perform but it was the same day that ludicrous came i chose ludicrous i went to the ludicrous show instead over Jeezy. Over Jeezy? Yeah. Um, hmm. So, okay, he's Jeezy now, by the way. He was young Jeezy then. I don't know when that... I don't know when that... Oh. Yeah, he, he dropped, dropped the young, young at some point. I don't know. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He did. He was yeah. young Jeezy. Um, wow. Dave, I mean, your creative outlet, you you pull a lot from the young... Yeah. Yeah, Nick. true. One yeah. day I'll drop it. But I can't hope to keep doing it as I grow older. So it's like more confusing. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so I could either pick another one or just do three from my dance chart. I think I might pick three from the dance chart because I don't think there's other things I like enough on this. Interesting. Okay. So let's talk about what you didn't pick because... Um, Unless... So my neck... No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna do. Th I'm gonna do. Th Ooh. There's more interesting stuff in the dance charts. I'm gonna do it. You that do way. Th okay. Okay. So yeah. my next yeah. two that I I was gonna do on my chart was uh, "Slow Down" by Bobby Valentino. Bobby oh, V. Oh, not on mine. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Bobby Valentino. Which, wow. Which was fun. Yeah. Um, but then the one that I kind of thought might have been on yours was uh, "Bow Wow" featuring Sierra. Yeah. Like you. It was. Yeah. So that's that a, was like my number three that, that I was gonna. That's a good play. one. I could play that. Uh, there nah, was some right. Chris Brown. There was Dem Franchise Boys, the Young Jeezy featuring Akon. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Everything else was overlap. So the yeah. the other one on my chart there's a couple. Is uh, Dave? You probably like this. Lovers and Friends. Little John, Usher, Ludacris. Uh, oh right me, totally yeah, forgot about that that's one. like the next yeah. single I, I think on confessions i think it's on confessions i don't know the order of the singles but yeah um damn and then candy shop and then hater to love it then just a little bit then about okay this song isn't that good but it reminded me of one of my favorite albums ever it's Bow Wow featuring Omarion was on here. Would have loved to introduce Omarion to to. <laughs> that's a dance. It's like it, he hasn't been on the show on one of your Power Hours or something. Uh, maybe, I feel like. Well, he was on. He wasn't he part of. Uh, oh, B two K. He's in B two K. He's in B two K. But yeah, Omarion so solo a... is a Danny thing. That is a very Danny thing. Okay. They do an album mm -hmm. together either next year or the year after. Maybe something will pop up from there on the hip-hop chart or rap chart or something. I don't know. But this song called Let Me Hold You with them, it was okay. It wasn't that good. Like You was better, Bow Wow Ciara. Then there was Gold Digger, then Soul Survivor, then Dem Franchise Boys, which is uh, I Think They Like Me, which is, that's fun That's too. what was on mine yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. And then on December 31st, so not even the final week, the final day of the year is the song that hits number one on the Hot 100 next year, so I'm not going to mention it. But that's that's something else that happened. Um, yeah, but that's uh, that's the hot rap songs chart of uh, 2005. Love the game. 
love Jeezy, loved, loved Akon. I think he kind of started to suck after a bit. He Not started anymore. to suck. I'd, what I liked about him was him singing his, like, singing, con, saying convict or singing yeah. it. Like, that was a kind of a more rap thing to do, like, to say your label. It was it his label or just, like, what he did? Well, it was Akon comes from convict. He just and, did con, convict, convict music. music. It was probably the label. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, it was like his slogan that he would like sing all the time, which I I do like. Yeah, he he really blows up, and I mean, in this hip hop and R and B, like he's, he's like becomes one of the main producers like in, in this space. Um, and he like didn't he bring in Lady Gaga? He's like the mind behind Lady Gaga. Is that true? Yeah, the, the and remember in uh, Just Dance, she says like, "Hey, con or convict or something like he." Might have been an executive producer well, or that something song. like I, that. I don't know. Maybe on the first song, yeah. The mind behind Lady Gaga. Maybe not I the whole. Maybe not the I whole don't know thing, if I would call Akon the, the whole mind project, behind but... Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Kind um, of I is. I, I think he like yeah. had a big part in, in her. But early yeah, he's career. the correct person to work with. I mean, in in that in those years, yes. Um, Unless you're Michael Jackson, which was a very dumb mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff sucked. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks, Dan. Thank you. Good, no, thank, no, good thank stuff, you. Good stuff, buddy. All right. So let me do one of my turns then. Um, we'll start off. We're going to go. We're going to take a left. Then take another left. Well, where, where are we facing now? We're facing, uh, I say, where were we just last? We were in the south. Akon is in the south, I guess. So let's stay in the south. Make another left and left and keep going down well, geez, south. Well, Atlanta. I actually don't know because Akon's, Akon's Atlanta. from Africa. But I don't know what he represents in the U.S. <laughs> like... <laughs> you know what he, you don't know what he represents. Yeah, like I don't like I don't think I don't think it's a part you're, of his. Like you're thing. you're like suspicious of him. Okay, that's a little uh, xenophobic. No. All right. No. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know what he represents. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no. Yeah, um, don't know. <laughs> how, well, is um, let's, how about we go west, south to Nashville. <laughs> Where my my persona a, likes to hang out from Atlanta. A lot I don't think that's right. No, maybe, maybe no. that is it's right. A, it's more west, though, right? It's more west. I don't know if it's more south, but it's definitely more west. That is pretty far. Yeah. Never mind. It's east coast. But uh, okay, so I'm out. In I wouldn't Tennessee, call Atlanta east Blue coast. Jane Davy. It's like the western part of the state. It's it's east. Right, well, east. It's east. It's east. It's east. Southeast. Okay, fine. All right. East. <laughs> anyway, I'm going over to Nashville, okay? Totally different, you know, sound coming out of Nashville versus Atlanta. But very important, too. And uh, my persona, Blue Jean Davy, covers the country chart. And this year, we're dealing with the same old shitheads we've been dealing with all Can't these wait. years. 
Shelton, Paisley, Chesney, Urban, Rascal Flats, just to name a few of the the major uh, players here. Plus a shocking non nine eleven track by Daryl. Oh Worley. no! <laughs> I was I was blown away. Not no nine eleven at all in the lyrics. I was oh. you know. I was hoping he would uh, rhyme Saddam Hussein uh, with Did something. Did he do like a, instead of a instead like of a, a war, war, is it like have you forgotten? Iraq. But like about anthrax, <laughs> like it's the next the next yeah, event. Yeah, he could do like, anthrax. He could have done yeah. Hussein. Like the uh, yeah, a lot of topics he could have pulled from in the Bush era. But he now he's just he, it was, the song was called like awful beautiful life, so just kind of more generic mm-hmm. shit. Um, and I didn't choose it because I like to pick good stuff that we're going to enjoy. So let me uh, get my sound going here and play my first track. Um, Okie dokie. I decided to go with a duo. We've They had a song we were very fond of earlier. And uh, I think... They come again with some heat. It's it's get it's getting better all the time by Brooks and Dunn. You know, you hear that? Right out the gate, they're the Casey and Jojo of the country world with this <laughs> beautiful string opening. Another beautiful piano-based ballad by B&D. I don't stop breathing every <laughs> Oof. time the phone rings. That voice came in hot. Like, <laughs> I don't race when someone's <laughs> at my door. Definitely more classic sounding. I've like, almost given up thinking you're ever going. Damn. Don't believe in magic anymore. I just don't lie awake at night asking God to get you off my mind. The blue tears are staining my blue jeans, <laughs> making my jeans darker. It's getting better all the time. Ooh, kind of a fake out. It's getting better all the minor. Right? Yeah. It sound, I mean, it's not minor, but it sounds sad still. So, very deceptive title, right? It's getting better all the time. <laughs> I don't think so. It sounds like this sour, delicate piano is making me think. Making me think things are getting worse for the boys. But they're taking that pain and turning it into something very powerful here. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna make it. God won't make Was Brooks and Dunn who I really liked a few years ago? Yeah, they had a really awesome okay, song yeah. a few years ago. Is it? I like this part though. Ooh, chilling. So yeah, it's not as good as the song from before, but it's still very nice to hear. Very nice. God, maybe I like Brooks and Dunn. Right. <laughs> Me too. Really nice. Yeah, that's a nice one. 
didn't annoy me. It's always a good sign. I have a little bit of a harder time with that very saccharine version of the country stuff. I have a little bit of a harder time with it than some of the just like straight up. Like, like there's a difference to me between even ha like the sound of Have You Forgotten and that. You know what I mean? Like the piano and everything makes it a little more... I don't know. Just something. That's so funny because it's so much more in the world that we like. That's non-country. I know. I know. So you should I like should it more. I like it and more. It doesn't I make sense. I think that's what's maybe throwing me <laughs> off is that it's like, this is so close to being something that I, but I feel like when I'm listening to the other mm. stuff that's more extremely country or raw, I guess, I can separate it in my mind. Well, also because I don't, I don't dislike it. Dislike country um but there's just something about that's this weird because sound. it sounds like that kenny rogers song that you were obsessed with during the 80s board bill yeah. <laughs> i kind of reminds me of that like stuff that, that i wasn't one, as i don't into, even really care really about the song. that's more about his voice and his okay it's more yeah, of a vocal, more of a vocal thing. thing this guy had a great voice too i, I, I can't Ordon, i can't i'm not sure well, who it say, is. not even can i differentiate them from one another i can't really differentiate them yet from other people I just don't have it's not clear in my head yet. It was powerful. I'll give it I'll give it that. <laughs> just Damn. being honest. I I hope Kicks Brooks <laughs> kicks your ass for saying all this shit. Yeah, his name is Kicks Brooks. One of <laughs> one half of the duo. Kicks Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. Um no, that's fair. But I don't know. Brandon's done. No, Brandon's so done. <laughs> After <laughs> that done. take, you're done. I think I'm just so surprised <laughs> okay. by Dan's like like Dan talk more about like that like that it's like it, it's it's calling to you, Brooks and Dunn. It's just kind of nice. I don't know. It's just it's, it's just sound nice. good. It's good music. It, it's not yeah. overly. I don't. I don't think music. it sounds overly country. I think that's why I like it. It just sounds nice to me. I also don't think it sounds overly saccharine. It it sounds melodramatic, but it's like in that '80s ballad way yeah. that I'm like, oh hell yeah, this is still going on in yeah. the country world. Like, um, that's cool. Like, I yeah. I'm not gonna seek this out, but I it's nice, right? You know, if Christopher Cross was doing that oh, piano man. lick, game over. We'd like it. <laughs> um. That's, anyway, so I guess that was a fucking. I guess that was a fucking uh, bomb. No. Drop the ball on no. that one, right? <laughs> Shit in my fucking pants no, with hey, that one. Hey, sixty-six huh? percent of the pod likes it, so it's, it's a win. <laughs> it's a win. Um. All right. Well, I'll keep trying. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, this one will uh, tickle Brandon's fancy, because it sounds more like what he was talking about, like the stereotypical. <laughs> 2000s <laughs> dumbass sounding country. Um, Who is it, Toby? Is it Toby? <laughs> no, nah, it's not Toby. Toby kind of let me down this year. It wasn't as funny Damn. as it should be. Uh, I went with this. And hey, this is important because this is the first time in the few years I've played a lovely lady. A song by a lovely lady from this country chart. 
This is Joe D. Messina. I, I think I might have played a song by her before. Not sure, but she's definitely appeared before. This song's called My Give a Damn's Busted. What? <laughs> so. My Give a Damn's That's Busted. That's great. I love that. That's great. Yeah, the ladies of country are back on the show. And they've had enough, goddammit. Well, you filled up my head with so many lies. You twisted my heart till something snapped inside. I'd like to give it one more try, but my give a damn's busted. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got like the maybe like a bit of a aunt rock, aunt country rock yeah. sound to it, like Black Velvet. Oh, Remember sure. That song yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. sounds like that, but more pissed off. Oh, what was that one song we loved? There was that one song we loved. Um, the Linda Ronstadt. This part's cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, sorry, nothing. Yeah, very. Yeah, some Shania style oh, shit talking. Cool. Yeah. Like breaks. She throws a lot of that in throughout the song. But also, very melodically similar to uh, Dirty Laundry by Don oh, Henley. Yeah. I, I figured it out. It kind of has a little a faster. Just like a little bit faster. Yeah, just a thing little going faster. On, yeah. Maybe yeah. a similar progression or something. Dirty laundry. Yeah, definitely. It fits in. Yeah. <laughs> One more chorus. <laughs> Ooh. Hot violin solo. Yeah. Just, you know, a very fun song. Let let the ladies, you know, they're, they have a right to be angry. And it's a great platform for them to air that anger. Yeah. In a positive way. Love that. Love that. We won, we won Brandon over. I give a damn. But guess what? Yeah, guess what, Brandon? My give a damn's busted. My div my give a damn's busted. I don't give a shit if you like it or not. No, what I'm glad you like it. That was what fun. A great, like uh, concept for a song. Yeah, it's like it's like a you know high concept. Uh, more, high more concept. clever way. High clever concept. way. High cons high concept song. Slightly more clever way of saying like I'm all out of yeah. fucks. You know. Oh yeah. That's what, we, that's what we would say nowadays. Yeah. My give a damn's busted. Give a damn's busted. I like it. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you, Blue Jean Davy, for that. Of course. Um, I don't know why I thought that Jody Messina was a Christian artist. Maybe there's somebody with a similar name. Well, Messiah. You're thinking. You're thinking Christian of Messiah. Artists? Oh yeah, Messiah, Jody right. Messiah. <laughs> That's you're thinking of Jesus the yeah. Messiah. 
No, but Dan, but Brandon, they're all they're all Christian. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Pretty much. Um. Well, maybe not some Christian <laughs> artists here. Well, actually, yes, a few, but in the rock and roll territory. Um, oh, saving the best for last, huh? Uh, no, <laughs> no chart. <laughs> um, it's the second. No, chart. I know uh, the next one's the best one. Oh, this one this, that's what I'm last. trying to say. Oh, yeah. oh gotcha. of, course, of course, of course. So, I mean, this whole segment of the show would have been different if we didn't do the Butt Rock series, um, just because we talked and listened to some of the stuff. Uh, on the mainstream rock charts, we still have Green Day doing their shit from that album, Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Holiday. The worst um, stuff. Audio <laughs> worst music of the era? Maybe. No. no. My, my vote. Uh, my vote. It's so vote. funny that you... Dave continues to hate this <laughs> album so much. It's almost... Yeah. I hate that. I get it. It's almost too much, though, I think. It's a little suspicious. I can't think of... <laughs> No, it's not. Think of those three songs. You want to hear any of those songs? No. Like, I, there's so many more songs that are funnier than that. That's, That's true. Just annoying to me. Um, I hate it. So more. this is the year <laughs> we have photograph. Uh, we we have Way uh, another Way stain song right here. We have better. more Foo yeah. Fighters. Best of you. We have Seether Remedy. <laughs> um, Mudvayne is better. back with a happier better. song Mud called Vane, Happy. Better. Audio Slave, yeah. Be Yourself. I I, I never uh, liked Be Yourself. Yeah, that's an annoying one. That's kind it's of a, annoying it's a one. lame Corny, chorus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really lame chorus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of stupid. Corny um, yell. Corny yell. Corny yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris Corny yell. Um, yeah. So more Foo Fighters, actually quite a bit on the alternative rock chart. Best of you. DOA. Unavoidable. Unavoidable. Uh, not playing it. Also not great. Uh, Beverly Hills, Weezer. Oh. One. Fun. That's a fun one. Um, okay, so that's when... No, stupid. Uh, it got Shitty. a little annoying. Um, <laughs> that's fun. So the first one I'm going to play is a big one. Now, D D Dave, before you said, well, this that song's not our, you know, rap. Why is it on your chart or whatever you said to Dan? Um, and same with this. Uh, I mean, I get it, but it's also a little weird. Uh, feel good, Inc. Gorillas. Oh, cool. Um, right. This is not right. rock either. Um, so kind of weird that it was on this chart, but welcome to see it. Great song. Bye, what guys. would you call this, Dave? If it's not rock. Uh. Alt pop. It's, it's like Noel's Barkley, like yeah, it is. singing. Yeah. Soul pop. Cool song though. Yeah, really cool song. So obviously Damon Albarn from Blur, but this this is like they got popular with Clint Eastwood, and but this like put them into like the mainstream eye and like pop popular yeah, culture. Right. Eye. Cool video, like really cool aesthetic for this album. Right. Uh, Feel Good Inc. Or Demon Days was the album. This song is Feel Good Inc. Of course. Right, then you have this part. Yeah. yeah, it goes to the the hook. This song is staying power. I feel I feel like I still like I feel like Kings. I still hear this. Oh one. yeah, this song definitely yeah. has staying power. Yeah. 
It's also like a really hard song to um, like replicate if you're not gorillas. Like the music is pretty simple, but there's also a lot of stuff going on in the production. Who's who's rapping here? Um, is it Big Mike? Is it? No. Is it the guy from uh, De La Soul or Mahan? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. Yeah. But yeah, really cool. I, I love gorillas. I've only gr grown to like them more over time. And not even just their newer stuff. Like, I do like their newer stuff, but like, I more appreciate. I further appreciate the stuff that I already liked. Yeah. Um, even at this time, though, I was like, oh, yeah, Gorilla's still cool that they're around, but it wasn't until the next album when I was when we were in college, Plastic Beach, that, like, really, that's when I was like, oh, okay, this is a band I like a lot. Um, but I definitely uh, dug this then as well. Cool. Yeah, it's good. Um, I've been told it feels good to I've listen to. I've been told by a few yeah. people I should I should listen to Blur. I should get into Blur. Yeah, Blur has Blur, Blur has some cool stuff. Blur. Um. Uh, Beck E Pro also charted um this year, but uh forgot that this came out this year. Um, had this album actually by our friend Tone in uh, high school. Burnt the CD for me. Gave it to me. This is Nine Inch Nails with their album With Teeth. Uh, they had two songs hit number one on this chart. One was called Only uh, that I like a lot. But this was, this was, if any, the one that like broke through. This is The Hand That Feeds. Oh, yeah. And this song, another one that I haven't listened to in years, and I was like, oh, this goes way harder than it needs to go. <laughs> like for what it is and it being a hit remember this Dan yeah what's the name of this song again the hand that feeds right Like, this reminds me how much I like his voice. Just what a unique sound, like industrial dance, like... Definitely. And he's got the perfect voice to it where it's gritty, but he can sing. We're just like all vibing to the song. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> it's just, it's cool. What can you say? No, this is pretty cool. Nine Inch Nails, really good band. It's a band I never um, really got that into, but I definitely res band I respect more than I like like sure. listening yeah. to. Funny you say the voice. The voice is 
maybe part of why Kank gets fully okay. into it sometimes. Even though he's, he has a great... He's a great singer, obviously. But, uh... I love the production. That's, like, what I really yeah, love about and this... Like, I forgot how band. good the production is on this. Like, it's... What I'll say about his vocals is he sounds like somebody I wouldn't like as a person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's like something about it is like too... He's, he sounds too much, like, like, a, like a douchey guy. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know something about it I don't like, but I respect it. Like, but I, the... But the music I love. I'm like really yeah. into the music. I think the thing with his voice and some of his the melodic stuff that goes on is like, like this song is very, uh, it follows the path of what you think it would be melodically. Like, you know what I mean? Like it kind of makes sense. It it's a well defined melody. In some other songs, when he's less uh, outright melodic and just kind of like vibing with what the music is doing and not being like a counter melody it kind of gets lost and i also don't love a lot of those songs either it's when he gets very melodic i personally gravitate towards it like this um but not every song is as like like memorable and straightforward as that so mm. I, I like i'm not they're not a band that i like spend a lot of time like i i really have a hard time like listening to full albums like when i was listening to this for this episode. I was like, oh yeah, let me listen to the album. And then like four tracks in, I was like, yeah, I'm digging this. And then I got bored very quick. Also like the songs are kind of long. So, um, yeah, so I, I get it. I yeah. Dumb oh, question. Hand that feeds. Dumb question. Is nine inch nails a band or is yeah. it a project of his? I mean, uh, it's, it's both. both. It's mainly, it's mainly a project of his, but it also has like people that he, collaborates yeah. with like there are things that he'll do just by himself pretty much especially like later on but like they were like there was a band okay i wonder if they have a wikipedia band chart i'll pull it up <laughs> right but like it is trent Reznor. well it's it's right? like, and, you, i think like, it started like, off more like, like less for example like like gorillas right? if we just talked about that's that's a that's a that's different right would you call that a band so say that one more time. Like gorillas, no, would you, gorillas you wouldn't call a band, right? Because that's a, right. It's like a recording yeah, project. Right. Trent Rizzer has been the only constant in Nine Inch Nails. Okay, but so there I, there has there has been many guys that have been in there for a long time. Does he record everything himself? Ooh, they have a timeline. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's ma it's a lot of him in the yes. studio. Like he he's like the main person in the studio, and then he has like a few people that are consistent, like touring wise. I I think mm. right is that how it um, goes? No, well, no. I mean, there were there like especially on like the first couple albums, like there was like a like a like like a a, a pretty solid band. Like it looks like Chris Vrenna played like on all of the first big albums like pretty hate machine downward spiral okay like all that type okay. of stuff like is specifically in the studio but still it's mainly it's, him it's, it's mainly him like i think i think he has people that collaborate with him in the studio but like he is like 
Now, yes, it's but his I, th- I still project. think earlier on it was more of a band. No? Got it. Mm. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I, the I could be wrong. He, he also just think, releases so many like albums that are just him doing stuff like like AEPs of like instrumental stuff or whatever and and like that. Yeah. Um. But there was just always like a, a rotating lineup. But some guys there for longer periods of times. If there's any other questions I could ask that put you two at odds, let me know. I, I, I want to <laughs> yeah. do. I, I want a lot I'm more of that this. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I well, I know I know Brandon is right. There's people that, that are constantly collaborating with him, but I still, I guess, what I'm trying to make the point is that he is the band. Like yeah, everybody else course. is like yeah, just. Just contributing. But I think it's 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 not. A, I think Gorillas is more of a just Damon Albarn thing, like throughout the whole time. Didn't we have this debate about Saint Vincent too? I think we did. Saint Vincent is not a band. It is her like not yeah. band, but she has a consistent. Okay, touring then why is it Nine Inch Nails the same thing then? It is a band, but it also is not. What I'm saying is like it's a band, but not like a band. But it usually works like where it's like yeah. more collective. Of a, but it's also not a thing collective where he, in the studio. He, like it, it, it wasn't like like okay, like of Montreal too. <laughs> Even though there were like guys like in that band like right. early on, like it pretty much all was Kevin Barnes and like Brian Brian Poole right, was right. like the closest collaborator. But like when you, I think when you have a couple guys playing also in studio on a couple albums. I'm just saying it's another level removed. and But it is ultimately the brainchild of Trent Reznor. Right. It's like both. It's like technically... It goes through phases, too. Because yeah, now, that's like, it. it's Atticus both, Ross it's, is, like, a an official member of Nine Inch Nails, too. So, like, the last, like, right. ten years have been those two as Nine Inch Nails. Okay. It's like the Beatles with their four drummer, three drummers. They all the same band but different drummers. It's like Chicago. It's, it's Peter Cetera's <laughs> brainchild. <laughs> no. I don't even think that's true. Maybe it's right. true. I don't know. You know like how, how Akon is the brain behind Lady Gaga. <laughs> Trent Reznor is the brain behind Nine Inch Nails. Right. Put it that way. So when Dave and I went to Chicago. I saw Nine Inch Nails for like an hour because I was like very determined to see half of each of the headliners. So okay. I would like see one hour of one thing and then run to the other side of Grant Park to see the other. How many people were on stage during that show? Okay, like, you know, five or six. It wasn't just one? <laughs> you're, you're sure? It's a band. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, fun, fun little debate. Thanks, guys. Anything else? Uh, is that it? Oh, that's mm. it. no, that's it. That's my that's the rock chart. Cool year, different, uh, different than what you uh, the normal yeah. bullshit. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, it is a bummer that you know we can't. Um, Put butt back in the in the front. I guess you always could, but I mean, I could. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just it doesn't yeah. feel um, as fun to no, we, 
I know. We went in depth on on all, all the butt classics, and I liked the two yeah. songs you played a lot. And, but it is also kind of unfair to me to like. I mean, I guess not unfair because it's it's our show. We could do what we want, but like. It does, looking at the chart and remembering, it does feel more like Green Day, Weezer, Foo Fighters was what was, like, dominating in the rock space. Like, especially because Feel Good, Inc. is not a rock song. And, like, even though this Nine Inch Nails stuff did hit number one, it definitely wasn't as, like, I think, chattered about as, like, Beverly no, Hills. Right, no, definitely Foo not. Fighters. Yeah. So, so I am still giving, like, a little bit of the, diff- you know the antithesis of what that rock chart is yep yep dan dance yeah i've got to come up with other ways to describe music besides cool i've got to like i like my vocab- yeah, it's hard it's hard to break yeah. out of that right Liz- listener of the show friend of the show friend of ours friend of mine james he pointed that out to me how i just <laughs> use the same things to describe songs that i'm like yeah, dude, I've run out of ways to. I don't know what else to do. I told him I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of words. Well, I don't know. You, you can pull up like a thesaurus online. You could use a, you like, could use a chat see bot. What, you could use a yeah. Or I could. Oh, true. I was like, just look the thesaurus like cool. Well, and the real way the to do it is by reading, are. which I, I don't. By reading more, and I don't. I, oh, I, 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 I right. don't know <laughs> right. how to read. I don't think I haven't read a book in years. <laughs> um, I read wiki. I read uh, tweets <laughs> or zeets, you know, whatever, whatever it is now. But all right, let's move on. Let's go to the next chart. Um, still talking number one hits across these different bonus charts. Non Hot 100, and we're moving right along. Hey, Dan, I am on the thesaurus. I typed in cool. One of the synonyms for cool is number one. So that, interesting. That, if there's anything that doesn't help, that's <laughs> it doesn't help me <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, you said number one, so I'm like, okay. There you go. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much for that. We can call these like the cool songs, right? Because yeah. the cool chart, yeah. the cool chart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the dance club songs chart with your host dance tinson edm electronic dance music dan e dan hyphen e dan e that's me dance club songs chart love this chart lots of songs always it's not 52 like we had that one year that's crazy it's less but not that much less lots of songs i listen to them all because I care and I do the research and I do the homework. I even went on YouTube this year for the songs not on Spotify and they're never and they're never ever good per usual. <laughs> it's a waste of time every time. But I still do it. So But you still put still in the work. Put in yeah. the work. Okay. Um slightly what's the word? Not uneventful. Um anticlimactic with the two songs I'm go- Anti-cool. Anti-cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The two songs I want to highlight. Slightly Sorry. anticlimactic because both of them have been, were brought up in some way on board bills, like in discussion or in my in my oh. news. 
Hmm. Um, so a little anticlimactic, but these I think were the two. These are the best. These were the best. Um, I'm going to start with this one. Um, and anticlimactic for this one, mostly because this is the third song by this artist we're going to cover, but it's the best song from this album. I got to cover it. It's so good. Yeah. It's so oh my good. God. What a great uh, hint this whole time. It's uh, cool. By Gwen Stefani. <laughs> well done. Uninten- you know what? Let's just say I intended to do that whole cool thing just now and, and remember that that's the song I'm going to play. Let's just go with that. <laughs> that's crazy. I wasn't even looking at... Anyway. Um, cool by Gwen Stefani. Genius dance. One week um, at number one on this chart. November 12th. Let me lower this a little bit. Uh, released July 5th as a single, but it's from the 2004 album Love Angel Music Baby. We've already covered What You're Waiting For, which was on the dance chart last year. And we covered Holla Back Girl, which hit number one on the Hot 100 chart this year. This is another single. Cool track. I mean, come on. This is great. Um... Have a confession, though. This is another yeah. cheat like I did with Toxic last year. Uh, technically, it's the Richard X slash Fotech mixes that are on the dance chart on Billboard.com, not on the Wikipedia. I don't know why Wikipedia uh, okay. doesn't do this. It's very annoying. But I had to go to the Billboard site to check because I was like, this isn't a dance song. And sure enough, I was right. Um, let me play the version that's going to be on the dance chart. This is cool one of the Fotec remixes so these dance songs they take like three minutes before you hear anything like it's so long already much better (laughs) I'm gonna fast forward a little bit you can't even really dance I forgot about this song I know this. This like remix is kind of crap. It's like what I don't know what this? you would call this. It's like indie rock, indie rock remix. Like, it's kind of cool, actually. I know we're cool. Kind of cool. Don't know. Don't know another way to. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm trapped so, in this cool trap of words. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pause that. So Dan, I think you should. I think you should take a second and and um. And and say what you say your thoughts that you just came up with on uh, on on cool. You know, you said you wanted to say things other than cool. So why don't you say your thoughts now on uh, on on uh, on this song? Uh, okay, Brandon, you got it. Um, Okay. What's cool, pun intended, about it is that it's all about dealing with a breakup and still being cool with your ex, you know? It's like looking back on the good times without getting all weird about it. What makes this song interesting is that it's not your typical breakup anthem. It's more about oh, rem- cool. good point. reminiscing and being chill about the whole thing 
and the music itself has this mix of pop, new wave, and even a bit of reggae vibes, which is totally Gwen Stefani style. Brandon, what, what is this? What is this a Chat GPT thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said write something uh, about okay. cool by Gwen Stefani and make it casual. Uh and uh you know, I was just trying to help you out. You know, give you some inspiration, Dan. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah, I didn't just read something that Brandon said. I was off the cuff. I can't um, believe it actually wrote what's cool, pun intended. Yeah, it did. That's great. Um, that song is written by Gwen and produced by Dallas Austin. Do you guys know Dallas Austin? Yeah. He worked with uh, yeah. TLC. That's what I was. Lots of production credits. TLC produced "Too Bad." He produced Pretty "Too Bad. Bad." Yeah, right. By MJ. Too he bad. Produced, uh, blowing me up. That JC Chazé song. Too bad. The song <laughs> that I've that I've said before. I always thought was a sequel to "Bad," but he just was like stylizing it to be like bad, yeah. "Too Bad" instead of "Bad 2. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a sequel, yeah. honestly. Could be. Yeah, a ton of TLC songs. Definitely he reference. produced a lot of Pink songs, Boys to Men, Monica. So, big-time producer. Uh, Dallas Austin. I read that Austin originally wrote this song for TLC, but he had broken up with Chili. I guess he was dating Chili. I, I mean, this is what Wiki says. I have no idea if this is true, but he had broken up with Chili... <laughs> And he wrote "damaged" for them instead. That's the that's the story, apparently. Okay. Like he wrote "cool," maybe didn't finish it, but then I broke up with. I don't know. That's sure. that's that's the sentence I read. Oh. Um, and he finished "cool" with uh, Gwen Stefani. So yeah, that's that song. I think that's the best one of the three Gwens from the. We've given this her solo album a lot of action on. <laughs> On uh, on, yeah. on Dan and Bray, but it's an interesting thing, and it was very, it was I very really popular. Like and this song I, yeah. was the best one of the three. It almost makes me wish that I, I didn't it highlight up. that first one, maybe or something. I, I don't know because I, I forgot about this one <laughs> at the time. Because um, this one's just better. This remix, not really, which is what actually fell on this chart. So I just cheated and played a good song for us. Now, let's get to the real. Let's get to the real highlight of this chart. It's time. Okay. This artist after 2000 really has let us down on the dance charts, on the charts in general. It's been crap after crap after crap. It's our beloved artist for us on Dan and Bray presents and the lore of the entire show for the last 6 years, 6 plus years now. But she's back. The number one song on the dance chart, and it's excellent. I know. But... Yeah. Great. It's Madonna. Honestly, thank God, because it's been nothing but shit since 2000. 2000, we had music, which was great. Remember? Music at number one on the main Love chart? music, yeah. That album is great. Then you had the crap album. Then this album comes out, and you get this song as, I think, the lead single. This is Hung Up. The ABBA sample. You guys know how I feel about ABBA, but it's Damn. great. It's great. <laughs> you like it here? I like this okay. song. Didn't say I like the ABBA song. I like the... <laughs> okay. 
like when Madonna but come does on it. this is awesome this song is great um, yeah. this is four weeks in the dance chart rightfully so that's big for the dance chart four weeks um, Lee, yeah, lead single from her 10th album Confessions on a Dance Floor written by Madonna Stuart Price and then ABBA members Benny Anderson and Bjorn Olveus also receive writing credit on this one um, the ABBA song is Gimme 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 uh, A Man After Midnight in parentheses um, I can play that too if you guys want um, yeah, let me, let me yeah, do, we do that right that. now but hold on wait 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 Oh, this hook is great. I'm hung up on so you. is so is the other hook. All right, let's play Abba. <laughs> nah, it's already trash. Oh no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is like their Bond disco song. That's great. Really <laughs> yeah, this is sick. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> This isn't the ABBA I know. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. This is not the ABBA I know. I don't, I don't know, know this, this one. This yeah. Is, I mean, this is cool. Cool. And then, of course. Is this song in Mamma Mia? Yeah. <laughs> it is? Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, awesome. All right. So, yeah. Um, what a great look. Okay, so the Madonna song. Uh, this, yeah. This, I got some cool stats here. So, it was Madonna's 36th top 10 single um, wow. on the Billboard Hot 100, which tied her with Elvis as the artist with the most top 10 in entries. So, this song tied her with Elvis with the most top 10 entries. And it also became the most successful dance song of the decade in the United States. This is wow. it. This is the most really? commercially That's successful shocking. dance song of this decade that we're covering. Season six, Anna Bray Presents. This is it. Hung up. Uh, it sold over 5 million copies worldwide. So um, big one. Good one. Had to play That's it. Interesting pick for that. For... Uh... Most successful. I know. But um, now I, uh, I know what you mean. You know? Yeah, because um, I love it. Have Good we heard? Have we heard better dance songs yeah. in this so far? I, probably, probably, probably. But you know, this probably, is a great one. But and well, it's also crazy that around, like in this time, then we have that, and we belong together as the biggest hit of the decade. So, which was also right. surprising. I'm like, whoa, that's the so biggest maybe ever. Something so, was going on with like the way people were consuming music again and buying it or something like wow and two artists that are way more dominant in that is prior true decades, Inter that is so killing it interesting that's in this decade with that yeah. those like uh those right number huh. ones 
I think um, yeah. this there was something about this song. I think it was in like commercials. I think it, I feel like that's a part of its success. Hmm. Like, I feel like I read that or something. I think it was like. Well, to be commercially was, successful <laughs> is probably in a few successful <laughs> commercials. Um, well, so I think there's a, you know, there was also then an extra level of awareness of the the ABBA song. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what's funny? I, I didn't know the ABBA song for for years and years because I I wasn't into ABBA right. at the time. But oh yeah, I definitely didn't like know I that knew then. This, but for I'm saying for old, yeah, older just, people too. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, this song. That's Plus Madonna, remember I remember this song. her because I'm also older. Yeah. I'm old. I'm an old person remembering <laughs> things. <laughs> Let's dance. <laughs> I'm an old person remembering things. All right. Let me go through <laughs> okay. some other other big dance. It was some other, other shit. shit. Okay. What's other one? Um, yeah. It's a good shirt. The uh, the destiny should be the first <laughs> should be the first Dan and Brave shirt. I'm an old person remembering things. Remembering <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's most of the pie. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> we're old people remembering. Yep. Things. As we're as we become older ourselves, like we're just yeah, constantly just remembering, remembering all these yeah things. That's all good. right. Okay. okay well, yeah, what so, else do you have, Dan? Let me go through the year, and then I'm going to play a third song. Uh, Destiny's Child, Lose My Breath. Great song. Great song. Oh, play it. Can I play that one? Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, play (laughs) it. Can you keep up? (laughs) It's really good. So good. Um, Seal, like, re-released one of his songs called Killer, but this is Killer 2005. Not fair. Not fair, Seal. Um, And then the other Destiny's Child song, same album, Soldier also hit number one on the stand chart. I know, also, oh, also good. good. Not as good know, as Lose My Breath. breath good. But um, no, I'm going to play something else, which is it's funnier. It's okay. That's why I'm going to play it. Um, what else? Jennifer Lopez, Get Right. Kind of fun. Fun song. Yeah. Oh, Get Right. Yeah. Is it the saxophone one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The one I'm not gonna play. It's it's really Dan, good. Did you ever play that on your probably. saxophone? It's, probably at I some like I point. Maybe, it was either me or Pat O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> really fun song. Maybe I should play, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna play this other thing. Is uh, Scissor Sisters? Filthy, gorgeous. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Blast. That's That's, that song's a blast. She's fun ass. Yeah. Yes, that is a great one. We have the entry of Cascade onto the dance chart. Major producer. Like mm. he was at the one Bonnaroo. He was at the one oh, Bonnaroo yeah. uh, we yeah. were at. Like so, he gets in the mm. dance chart here. That's a fun song. Mariah Carey, the song called "It's Like That." It was not good. It's like that. Not good. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, okay. This Kelly this Kelly Osbourne song <laughs> called "One Word." No, Papa called "One Preach? Word." Um, oh, one word. Actually, it wasn't bad. The song I really wanted to play, but I, I know we covered it on one of, I think on one of the butt rock shows was uh, Lonely No More, Rob Thomas. That was, uh, was that Making the Dand? Was it that show? What show was it? We covered it on our show, right? Rob Thomas, Lonely No More? I think we, we did. talked about it, but I don't uh, know. Maybe we I didn't cover maybe, it. Maybe we talked Dude, about it's, it on... It's unbearable. Um, I hate that song. I, I know really hate that song. it's unbearable. I think it's yeah. beyond the point of like funny. It's it's just bad. Okay. I thought about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Okay, great song, and it's kind of the entry of this artist into the. And I almost picked them for my international pick. It's uh, "Don't You Pussycat Dolls" and Busta Rhymes. That's this year. Don't you push your girlfriend? And they have a bunch right. of hits from that. What a major yeah, they song! They got a few from yeah. that album. Uh, we belong together. Also on the dance chart. Who know who? Know, why? Why? I know. Why? Um, slow dance. I guess slow dance is still yeah, dancing. True. Yeah. Uh, Faith Evans song. Uh, okay, another great option for this year is Rihanna upon the replay. It's Rihanna's entry. She's here. Rihanna. Oh gosh, Rihanna has here. arrived. Yeah. Upon the replay is this year. Uh, Jamiroquai song that I like. I don't love. Uh, feels just like it should. It's a cool song. Jamiroquai. Um, Depeche Mode song, which is awesome, called Precious. And. Another song that was an option that I considered is uh, Eurythmics put out a song, like a new song on their greatest hits, which was pretty good. It's called okay. uh, I've Got a Life, it's called. Um, it's, it's the only thing that's huh. mine. That was pretty cool. But I'm going to play this because it's um, it's Darren Hayes. Brandon, you know who Darren Hayes is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Dave. I'm going to play Darren this. Darren Hayes. Familiar It's the guy from Savage name? Garden. The song oh, is called right. Popular. Can you hear it? Whoa. This is ironically way more savage than yeah. Savage Garden. <laughs> I kind of like this. This wants to be popular. It's <laughs> a whole new Darren. It almost sounds like a Nine Inch Nails yeah. song. He's trying to sound like Trent Reznor, almost. It's like... Oh God. It's like Trent Reznor if Prince was doing Michael Jackson. I don't know. Like, there's like... So many right, little bits not, of each... He's not capable of doing Trent Reznor, but like, this is as close as he's going to get. See, I think Trent Reznor should have Darren Hayes in his band. That should be the trio. Darren Hayes, Atticus Finch, and Trent. What's his name? Atticus Ross. Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch is not Finch. To kill a mockingbird. Yeah. Bo Radley. Darren Hayes, the Gregory Peck Pesh. of Darren Hayes. Pop. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what is this part? Hold on. Scout. Harper Lee, we're just saying things now. <laughs> yeah. No, I want that should be the new Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Need some new blood in the cast. Dan, I like this. This is really I, different. Yeah, no, that's why I wanted to play it. I think this song's gonna make him popular too. I think this is a good idea. All right, yeah. Um, I mean, it hit number one on a chart, so it made whoa. it popular again. 
Um, Who's the brain behind that song? <laughs> um, I didn't look up anything with this song. So the album's called uh, The Tension who... and the Spark is his solo album. Oh, wow. Darren Hayes. I wanna be pop. The lyrics are a tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> Wait, the lyrics are a tongue-in-cheek send-up of celebrities and wannabes. Oh, he's a. Uh, they're Australian. He's Australian. Savage yeah. Garden. Did we know that? I, I guess I forgot that. I think uh, so. I remember that. But oh, it's it's I'm his sure second solo album. It's not his first. It's his second solo. Yeah, album. he did have really? one. I remember because the other there was a song called like Insatiable. Oh. Insatiable, mm. right? Did we cover that or something? Or we, we just talked, talked about, about it, maybe it. one. Right. He mentioned the, the name. And of you it. see how popular is stylized? The L is an exclamation point. The first L. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> there is no wait. There is no first L. There's only one L. So there's an exclamation point between the P and U. No, there's popular. popular. There's a. It's pop. It's it's wait. it's oh, popular. Right. Popular pop. is how it's stylized. So it's not yeah. an L. That's popular. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely he, he fooled me a, too, yeah, thinking that was an L. Pop ruler. That was a collaboration between Spike Stent, Conley, and Darren Spike Hayes. Stent. <laughs> we have to insert a spiked stent. S- Spike Stent. Darren Hayes. Yeah, I'm really glad he. I'm really oh, glad you played that. Um, you're begging me to play the Destiny Child yeah. song. I'm happy I played this instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. All right. Because I, was, I wasn't sure what to pick. I thought this would be kind of fun and silly. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's the Dance Club okay. songs for uh, 2005. Danny, Danny on the come down now. Not good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not cool. Horrible. All right. Well... Dang. Three. You brought three motherfuckers uh, up to bat, and they were all hits on the base. Um, but guess what? I'm coming in with some some great players here, too, because I got the Latin chart. Um, and uh, interesting year for the Latin chart. Definitely, we're hearing a change... A, a, a definitive sea change in the sound. Um, I think later on we're going to see more of it, I'm assuming, because one artist uh, has arrived who's like changed things completely. Um, and that would be Daddy Yankee. Oh, yeah. Because he has a track on this this year. I didn't, I, I didn't pick it gasolina? because it wasn't like... It's not Gasolina yet. It's a song called Reminiscent, Some I think. And it kind of has like a hit the road jack sound to it. I kind of liked it. It was a little fun, but I, I like the songs okay. I picked more. Um, but I'm I'm assuming like once he comes in, like reggaeton's gonna like really become a big sure. uh you know, chart topping sound like sound in the next coming years. Uh, there was, an, uh, was also a, a sexy mofo singer-songwriter named Juanes. Very popular this year. Three number one... Sorry, very popular this year. Three number one singles on the chart. They were kind of fun, but, you know, we could do better. Um, and I think I did do better with my two picks. Okay, so the first one 
uh, is by an artist. It's a it's a band. Definitely a band, not mm. just one guy. We'll see. Uh, with collaborators. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see though. <laughs> I love this name of this band. It's called uh, Intocable. In, or, sorry, Intocable. Intocable. Which means untouchable. So, amazing name cool. for a band. They're like, uh, let me count how many people are on this album cover. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All wearing cowboy hats. Uh, this is very cool. I'm like, hey, let's welcome this group into uh, the universe of Dan and Brave. This song is called Aire, which is translates as air for English, the English audience. We probably have. Okay, let's play it. Let's keep listening. Unexpected yeah. the elements. Is it the connection in. or does the tempo actually change? Yeah. No, it's it's changing up a lot. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> so I think they're like almost prog level <laughs> musicians yeah. here. And a lot of strange structure choices. Um, it takes us to so many different new places we've never been before. Um, while maintaining a sturdy Tejano sound at its core. It's a very, very interesting thing. I never heard anything like this quite. Te, te Prago. Yeah, I mean, keeps going in new places. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of cool. It hit number one. What? On the Latin pop chart? That's pretty uh, different. Yeah. So, like that a lot. In tocable. In tocable. Untouchable. They are. All right, so that was uh, the, like, whoa, never heard of this before pick. But this is something I was familiar with. And, you know, 
old people remembering stuff. Like this is something that I remembered but forgot about completely. This is a hit by a crossover Latin artist. It's La Tortura featuring Alejandro Sanz, Shakira. Oh, yeah. Do you yes, guys remember this at all? Or? Yeah. Uh, la, la, yes. Dave, you said recording La, la Tortura? Yeah, I know this song really well. This is a great Shakira song. So, that accordion lick or whatever, it's kind of like the Lombada for our generation, the millennials. Awesome pounding of drums throughout in the song. And also perfect track for Shakira's high drama, wobbly vo- uh, vocals. The, um, I love the hook of this song. I remember the hook. Yeah, this is a great right here. Great song. Alejandro Sanz. Yeah, like this was playing on like regular like radio stations. Like uh, yeah, right. I remember this. This is cool. It, 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 it was one of the first, like, fully Spanish language, like, huge hits of this yeah. period. I, I Well, arguably there, there were ones before this, but... And I like Alejandro's voice. It provides yeah. a nice scratchy counter Definitely, vocal yeah. to what Shakira's doing. Um, so they're great duet partners, but also... This room, this made me think like Shakira kind of sounds like Cher at points. Yeah, she's got like a, that deep, little bit of that deep voice. Uh-huh. Which which begs the question: Does she have a yarl? Kind of a yarl, yeah. Kind of yarly, right? By way of Cher, yeah. Yeah, that's She's so great. cool sounding. I love that. Um, Alejandro Sanz. Well, he's not Sanz Attitude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so that was fun. Two. Yeah. Two great tracks. One you've never heard before. One was a pleasant reminder of the past. That there were some great hits from this period. Take oh, it. Yeah. I forgot about that one too. And the, like another one, like the Estefani one, just completely forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's it for the Latin Journey? And, and that's it. And like accordion too. Like I love that the accordion is such a huge uh, sound. Yeah. Uh, in the mix of these of these songs but man I'm sure uh, Weird Al was like freaking out like oh fuck this sounds cooler than my shit what I was trying to do my accord (laughs) really good impression alright that's Latin chart yeah that's what he sounds like right what was it what What I was trying to do (laughs) (laughs) um 
Um, so yeah, that my sorry, my uh, persona for that chart was David X. Thank you, David X. So, David X. And I now hand over the. Oops, no, that that's oh. not what I wanted to do. <laughs> All right, Don's up. Um. Okay, so for my last chart, as always, we're gonna get we're gonna get ourselves to church. Yes. We're coming off the news boys from finally, last year. Finally. He is risen. Finally. A, a topic <laughs> of many a, a song on the chart. <laughs> um So, you know, I I I didn't find anything immediately compelling maybe in the way Big that news surprise. boys would become. Big surprise. But I did find something <laughs> musically interesting in uh, maybe not a, maybe interesting is not the word but signal of a couple of different things I kind of want to hear what your guys reaction is to this I don't really want to give it much more preface um, but the song is by Nicole Nordman it's called Brave Oh. oh, Taylor Swift. Should this be our uh, our theme song, Dan and Brave? <laughs> Brave. Crazy banjo going on. I, you kind of spoiled my my take, Dan. But like, this sounds like a Taylor Swift song now. This, like, this is a Taylor Swift song. Like this yeah, is a like, Taylor Swift song. Oh, true. Yeah, T Swift. Um, it's so wordy, and like, yeah, it's. I'm missing it's, the Christian connection. I got to be honest. I was so trying that to was the other. That I was, was trying to listen to the lyrics. Out. I don't. I'm like I'm struggling really, to kind of. Uh, I'm struggling to find DL. it. Um, typically when we see the like kind of shaded uh, crossover it's like U2 or Creed where it's like crossover um, but this one is a little different because like you could find like things in Creed like my sacrifice and like can you take me higher like you can like find the metaphor there this is kind of just like positive thinking and like being brave and like being inspired like it so it 
it's actually it, kind right. of more ambiguous it, than some of those things. Right. It could just be about like someone positive in your life and who's like, you know, influencing you to be brave. When, when you like, when you see like Christian like listed as like a music genre, you see the word inspiration a lot. Like, um, yeah. Like on right. the the cable channel, the Music Choice cable channels is like an inspiration. Good point. Inspiration, channel, right? So that's so that's a part that's of it. That's like a. Uh... <clears throat> nice little bridge there. It's a euphemism for. Uh, this is definitely a good choice because of how different it is compared to the bullshit we've yeah. heard. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like that he put this on. Yeah. and like on the pod it because sounds really good. I mean, a lot of times it does. Yeah, those songs will like like. Christian songs will sound great because they make a lot of money and they have you know great musicians that you know you know play that probably believe in what they're doing yeah. too like um and, and she is a this isn't just a crossover song like she is I guess a Christian artist and maybe she was uh you know quite popular before uh, that this is her fourth album um but I, I I was pretty impressed that, by how good it sounds, how much it sounds like every other song that was like on the OC or you know whatever like Grey's Anatomy like we always say. But again, the Taylor Swift thing is like, it's kind of weird how much it sounds like that, um, like the early early seeds of that. Yeah, and and again, surprised that the the ambiguity being like less than like POD for <laughs> like you get it on the surface of that pretty much. Um, right. It's almost like the, the, what the obvious thing would be is that the way the chorus is like the way it kind of soars feels very Christian pop. So like the style of that is what's overt. The, but lyrics the lyrics aren't. aren't. So and it's yeah. not like, like, like there's, like they're not holding back some of the like ways that would make it, like less relevant, I guess, and fresh, like that really fast banjo, the production stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Nicole Nordman with huh. Brave. Brave of her to you know break out of yeah. the mold. Hey, that's what we're all about on this show. It was the, so that was the the most pleasant so far uh, experience on yeah. the, <laughs> the Christian yeah. chart for me. Yeah, <laughs> finally not being tortured from these Christian <laughs> charts. Finally, my sacrifice, just like Creed. <laughs> what, it was Natalie Nordman, Nicole, Nicole. Nordman, Nicole with an okay. H. I in the... a... uh, okay, I looked up <laughs> Natalie Nordman and realtor came up. <laughs> Nicole Nordman. Okay. Nordman. The Nordmans. The Nordmans. <laughs> yeah. The Nordmans. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brandon. Um, Always really enjoy the Christian charts, just like you do. <laughs> yeah, the, the inspiration, inspiration chart. Yeah, really inspired. You know, I was inspired, right? Okay. It's Danny's turn. It's my international chart selection for 2005. It's me, Inter uh, to Nash Stin. I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing for this one. Global Danny. 
The uh, United Nations, I think I said at one point. Right, yeah. United Nations. I called you Globy <laughs> Bryant. <laughs> in in right. years past. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you got? Yeah, so, what's, what's the rest of the world listening to? I'll tell you to? what the rest of the world is listening to, and it's a song that did not chart that high at all in the US. I love when I find these. I love when I find these songs that are huge everywhere else. Uh, but a song that in the US we're like loosely aware of. I love when I find these. This song I'm going to play this. Okay. So this song falls into the same category as when I played uh when they like remix and re-release that old Elvis song. Remember I brought that to the chart? A little less conversation. Yeah. yeah. This is like that again. <laughs> but this one is yeah. <laughs> even better and dumber. And I'm so, and like I forgot about I forgot about Hell this yeah. thing. Um it hit number 1 in Australia, Belgium, Denmark, the Europe Euro chart hot 100 it's called. Um France, Hungary, Ireland, New Zealand, Norway, Scotland, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, UK, and that's it. And the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, it got up to 50. <laughs> and, uh, and then... Oh, it peaked at peaked 50? Peaked at 50 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. So, but yeah, it went diamond in France this fucking song it went double platinum in New Zealand <laughs> here we go can't wait to hear it it's Crazy Frog doing Axel F you forgot to share <laughs> oh I forgot to share god damn it <laughs> I, blew, I blew it damn you blew it bing, bing. whoa what's going on Oh my god. This <laughs> is like a global smash the crazy frog thing. Remember Crazy Frog? So what's up with so Crazy Frog? It's a Swedish CGI animated character and Eurodance musician created in 2003 by actor and playwright Eric Wernquist. <laughs> playwright? <laughs> It's this stupid, like, high-pitched, like, they call it Crazy Frog. This is the whole thing. Now, so this is... Does someone perform as Crazy Frog? I guess frog? so. I remember this being associated with, like, ringtones. I remember this was, like, a big ringtone thing. Crazy Frog. Right. Um, all right, let me read, see what more I can read about Crazy Frog. Oh There's a God. whole long page about Crazy Frog. Um... So the playwright is Crazy Frog? Yeah, this guy, Eric. Uh, Eric Wernquist. Oh, right. That's his look. Okay, so it talks about the creation of the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's Axel F from, obviously, from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I always thought that Axel F should have had more vocals on it. <laughs> but not like lyrics. <laughs> Just vocalizing. So, 
Okay, Wernquist encountered this sound effect, which was created like years earlier, and didn't know about the previous incarnations of this sound, was inspired to create the 3D animated character he named The Annoying Thing to accompany it. And he worked on the first animation. Um, and he posted it on his website and on the CG Talk Forum. I don't even, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> reading about this, like, and why this blew <laughs> this up. So I don't like. It's such a weird yeah. thing. That's why I wanted to play it. It's such a bizarre thing. Okay, the animation received attention through file sharing and word of mouth, and when Ringtone Europe and Jamster. Okay, Jamster. I remember Jamster. Jamster. <laughs> I don't want to listen to him while you're telling me this anymore. So funny. <laughs> bring, bring. Nice soothing background. <laughs> Whoa. That that was... It made me like feel like so yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, I just like, like was like... But I remember it. I was like, like why am I... Yeah, that happened, right? That was so weird. I had never like... It was never for me, but I guess it blew up. So, okay, so like so, a few companies got together and bizarre. licensed the rights to this creation, renaming it Crazy Frog. And they started to market. What are you marketing? I don't even understand what you're marketing. <laughs> Just this animated frog. It's the internet, man. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like uh, the original NFT. <laughs> <laughs> frog. Okay, so in 1997, a 17-year-old student recording recorded himself imitating the noises produced by a two-stroke engine. He posted it on the website, and it caught the attention of a Swedish television researcher who convinced Daniel to perform the sound live on air. And after it debuted on television, recordings of his performance began appearing on the file-sharing networks and various websites under the file name Two Taktar, which is Swedish for two-stroker. I, 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 don't, I don't get this at what? all. I do. I I'm understand. so lost. <laughs> like, and why are there so many like uh, intellectuals I don't, involved I don't this? know. What, what did you say? Was like a, a, a Swedish researcher was... Yeah, Behind it's marketed by the ringtone provider. I remember the ringtone thing. It's marketed by the ringtone provider, Jamba. Right. And the character was originally created to accompany a sound effect produced by Daniel Maldemal while attempting to imitate the sound of a two-stroke engine. I don't... Oh, like a literal engine. <laughs> like the sound, It's a sound of a Formula One car. So it's like the sounds that the crazy frog oh. is making... It's this guy imitating a race car. <laughs> Dan, I... I... I feel like I'm having two strokes uh, <laughs> listening to you yeah. explain this. This is yeah. wild. Uh, following 2009, the character went on hi hiatus. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Hope it comes. Hope it comes back from hiatus. Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on. In April to 2022, the government of Ukraine uploaded a video on Facebook of Russian tanks being hit by. Ukrainian strikes during the Russian invasion with Crazy Frog playing in the background. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there's merchandise oh. in the UK. Like Crazy Frog was like this big figure. I can't hear any more about Crazy Frog. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Brandon hates this. <sighs> Wonder why they chose Axel F. Also, for that's the song. I mean, I guess it's a fun song, but yeah, um, yeah, that's Crazy Frog covering <laughs> Axel F. That's my international <laughs> song pick. It's an international <laughs> phenomenon. This fucking thing. It was a huge hit. Yeah, this, this thing was it's a massive hit song. Yeah. It's, Understandably, not in the U.S. It's a, it feels very foreign, <laughs> yeah, and weird. It's because they were ahead of the game with NFTs. I guess that's what this kind of is. I don't know. Right, it's like kind of like a board ape, like right. predecessor, crazy frog, board ape. I remember hearing this okay. remix though, for sure. Like, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I remember hearing it and like, yeah, it's never. It's the exact in my vibe skin. of hacker shit in movies for like the next 10 years. Yeah. All right. So look at it as influence. Yeah. Look at this as like very influential. Right. But I could, I could also imagine it being in the hackers movie from 1995. Right. Like, <laughs> so it's like, it's futuristic, but also classic yeah. at the same time. You guys just don't um, get you guys right, just don't thanks, get Dan. Eurodance. You guys just don't get Eurodance. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, Eurodance. That, that was the that was the best okay. I got for, for <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the biggest well, song in the world. I mean, it's probably it the biggest par- song in the world of the year, so Crazy f- Crazy Frog definitely on par with Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Same idea. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so should I do my last chart and then yep. the chart after that? Yep. Okay, so for adult contemporary, I change my persona. Uh, let's say it's my pen name for this novel uh, called, entitled Adult Contemporary 2005. And the pen name is Grown Cologne. A couple of important things to talk about with this one is breakaway by clarkson kelly clarkson biggest track on the chart this year wasn't a fan of the song don't really like where this chart is going don't really agree with the choices by the adults which kelly clark uh, song and the kelly clark breakaway i said breakaway. kelly clark song which kelly clark song clock song which kelly Bre- clark song breakaway. breakaway do i remember that i don't do i remember that one you would know you, it. You would yeah. know it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds kind of shit. It's kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a non-Sinatra-style single. Definitely not. Definitely not. There's a non-Sinatra-styled single by Michael Buble that really pissed me off. That was Home, I think. I hated it. I can't remember. It was... I hate Buble. Yeah. Maybe more than Green Day. <laughs> Maybe more than Green I don't Day. Believe, I don't believe you. Um, <laughs> plus a very karaoke karaoke backing track sounding rendition of Up on the Housetop by Kimberly Locke. Oh, that was another American Idol. American, American Idol. That? Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. an American Idol. I was like wondering why was this a hit that it made no it's sense. American Idol. It was, yeah. It sounded so like generic. He was the runner up maybe. Okay. I don't think so. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I also had another chance to play Los Lonely Boys Come Heaven. On. 
didn't do it last year. I could have played it this year, but I decided instead I went. Uh, Dave. <laughs> instead, I went a even lonelier route. The because Dan hinted at it before. He didn't want to play it. I'm playing it. Lonely no more. Oh my god. Wait, is this still the uh, the Latinx chart? Because this shit goes spicy as hell. I I thought we played it on the show already. This, That's why I didn't play it. We might have. I don't know if we did or not. But I thought it was I the butt rock show. Sound. Whatever. Sounds like Disney. Ch it, it sounds, sounds like Disney gangster. Channel. I think it sounds like Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Dave, when you brought... You had Rob Thomas and you're making the Dan, right? Didn't uh, one of you play a Rob Thomas solo I think, song? I think I, ju I, think I just no, sang I think, this. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. We might have played a little bit of the song. But let's play it for real this time. I guess it's not unbearable. It's kind of funny to me it, because to me it's still. <laughs> it sounds like he's going through it, you know. The vocal tremble is still there, and it, I feel it, this uh, song. And it's funny. He's like, I don't want to want to have to pay for this. Like he's talking about like sex work, like paying for. I guess that's what he's talking about. Oh. He's like so lonely. He's like, he's buying Damn. sex. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of edgy. He's got the crew cut. What genre is this? It definitely... Yeah. Maroon 5. I don't, I don't know. It's just like... Yeah, Maroon 5. He's like uh, trying to do the 5 thing. As a solo artist. So, solo artist saying I don't want to be lonely no more. But don't go solo, dog. <laughs> solo, dude. He went yeah, from 20 that's to That's so more. fucked up, actually. Yeah. Um... But I figured we have to we had to listen to that song because you know Rob Thomas played such a vital role in the butt rock series and uh, smooth who could forget smooth being the biggest song. Wait, did even another song with Santana? I think, did even right? another song with Santana? I feel like he yeah. should have. I think it like three different things. Never mind. But uh. You can think of the Chad Kroger Santana. Yeah, that was that one. the Chad Kroger Santana song. Yeah. Or the... Uh, no, that one's great. That one's really good. I, I Yeah, maybe you should have had Santana on this song. That was what this song is missing. Was like, no, that was, Santan that was Santana. That was Santana <laughs> going... Whir, whir. <laughs> All right. So and and I'm, I'm gonna close it out with the heat. I'm sorry, I spoiled that one, Dave. Sorry, I didn't know it was on your chart. It's okay. No, it's okay. 
Could have played those only um, boys though. We wouldn't have had. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I could have uh, pivoted to Los Lonely Boys, but, uh, but I like mentioning them and never playing. <laughs> yeah, you know? but it also continues the trend that we've been talking about of adult contemporary. Just it's lost it. It's yeah, lost its wanna, way. Like, it's lost its yeah. way. Yeah, it's lost its way exactly. Um. Yeah, so Heat Seeker, a lot of standouts this year. So we had, you know, some names that I saw that I didn't pick. Hawthorne Heights. Oh, yeah. From New Jersey, uh, right? Right. Uh, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Uh, Life Jennings. Oh, great. RB oh, guy. Jennings. He's good. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's got some good stuff. Uh, yeah. Acoustic guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. I like him. There is the Postal Service. Nope. Uh, Def Cab electronic uh, solo or side project. Uh, Damien Rice, yeah, remember Damien yeah. Rice? That uh, that song from Closer. Oh, okay, right, right. I can't take my eyes off of here. That shit. That album. Oh, you know that was on the Heat Seeker chart. But what I'm gonna do is like pretty controversial. I shouldn't be allowed to do this. You can tell me I'm not allowed to do this if you'd like. I couldn't, I couldn't cut out any of his stuff. I had to like uh, present four different beat oh <laughs> seekers. All right, so listen for the listeners. This is an album. This is the only album chart that we cover yeah. because so I'm play the heat four seeker albums. <laughs> No. Singles chart you have to pay for. We're not beyond the paywall. And these are all artists that right. have not entered the Hot 100 yet. They're trying to. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. It's a little more specific than that, but that's basically what this chart is. Heat. They're seeking heat. They're trying to get there. They're almost there. I'm just going to speed through four in- important things. I'm Let's sorry. Rip through it. Four songs? Okay, first... Just really quick, I'll play. Like I would 20 never be niche. allowed to do this. For the record, you would, you guys would never <laughs> ever allow me to do this. You know how many times I could have done this and I wanted I to do this. You would never allow it. Should I just cut, cut out, out one? Or but cut this out sets three. a precedent. Okay. I'm really not going to forget this. This sets a precedent. <laughs> I'm going to bring this up every year. Okay, so from now on, you can play at least no. four. No, That's on my last on, on one of my charts. No, oh. only the Heat Seekers. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't cut one of these. I, I really couldn't decide which to cut. So this Dan's is the first allowed to one. do half of whatever you do. <laughs> okay. All right. The first one I had to play this. It's Celtic Woman. Okay. Anya. Yeah. The next evolution in New Age m- megastardom. It's Celtic Women doing. The, the info. Anya. Doing Orinoco Flow oh, by oh. Anya. But this is Celtic Woman's version. Dave, Which, I remember Dave listening to Celtic. Remember we we listened to Celtic Woman. In we listened high to school. Celtic Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is like because we're such a new age, like uh, pure moods. Yeah. You know, okay, valid ch- valid choice. Let's pod. see what the second one is. This is like the next step of pure moods, right? This is two thousands pure moods. Is not as good. Kind of valid. What it is. Kind okay, of valid. The next Keep thing. And the infomercials, I remember those like so yeah. well. Like, yeah, mom, get the credit card. <laughs> um, okay, the next get thing, the, get the checker money I think order. Is the er- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this next one, I think, is the er- 
Is this the arrival of this artist? I'm not sure, but it's definitely an early release by them. This is Trap House by Gucci oh. Mane. Wow. Bringing Trap House to the popular vernacular. Has Gucci Mane showed up? Uh, Gucci Mane has possibly? not shown up yet. Well, of course he hasn't. This, so, is, but like, this, this is, is heat seeker. This is by artist. definition he hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. Oh, this is so old sounding. Like, <laughs> yeah. Very of the yeah. time. Oh hell yeah! Okay, so that, that's all we'll do for uh, trap house. But like, Gucci Mane so crucial to what rap yes. turns into yes. in the next decade. Um, okay, I'm gonna play something. It's kind of like trap house. It's uh, Sufjan <laughs> Stevens. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, wait, Dave, Dave is like purposely catering to both you and now I to get a, get us to be more on board with this this thing because he knows I love this kind of like Illinois Sufjan Stevens um, Sufjan Stevens the song John Wayne Gacy Jr. which I my favorite song from the album yeah. but so like yeah Sufjan Stevens that's the first yeah, time I ever heard of him album. kind of like Trap House you huge <laughs> album but <laughs> Kind of like Trap House. Well, I mean, John Wayne Gacy is, trapped also kids in his house and buried them in the forest. And that's the, you know, you tell the story. In that so, song. yeah. Major thing in high school, right? But also, I can't listen to the song Chicago anymore. That one I, I cannot stand. But um, on on overall, I do, you know, still love a lot of that, a lot of that album. And, you know, really big indie artist. Okay, the last one is the most important. This you understand why I can't cut any cut, cut anyone out here. Um, I'm gonna play it right now. It is a song called "King Without a Crown." It's a live song. This would have been my ultimate pick. <laughs> Do you know what it is? That's very familiar. Oh, is it the uh, the Jewish? Reggae guy. Oh, yeah, Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about Modest Yahoo in a long time. Jewish Snow. Jewish right? Snow. <laughs> right. Who right. Former. Modest Yahoo was huge. Yeah, he came out. He was like a Orthodox Jewish man who did reggae rap. I feel like the fan base for him is a lot of overlap with like slightly like stupid. OAR and like um, OAR, yeah, and probably like Ben Harper, right? Sublime, and like yeah, Sublime, yeah. Very big deal. I haven't thought about Manasahu in a long time. Yeah, like he was such a huge like. It was a sensation because it was like a right. novelty. Like, whoa, yeah. this guy's capable of making this kind of music. Like, this is so unexpected. Right. And but now I, I looked at him. Now he like has a totally different look. He's 
He's he's just like a like a hipster yeah. Brooklyn dad now. Yeah. Like completely different look. Doesn't quite have the uh, same charm, I think, to doing uh, yeah this kind of music. But that was a true blast from the past. Like, yeah, modest, yeah I haven't thought like, about that. Whoa. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have remembered it until you said it because like I definitely I just didn't listen to it. But you remember, I remember who, who he was. was. Yeah, but like I I like. Yeah, until Dan said it, I, I don't. I would have. I would have had a hard time remembering. I don't even think I realized it was that straight up reggae. Yeah, it was. It was probably a thing like you know early internet or you know ten years into the internet. Yo, check this out. This is crazy, totally. right? Like, well, and I remember sharing a video. The thing I remember that. seeing a lot too was like on the websites. I would like scour at school for the to, to download music. There was like the archive.org that had like live things of Grateful Dead and like all the jam bands and like Modest Yahoo. Modest Yahoo was like in that world too of like like jam band stuff people were into. I can see it. Yeah, I don't really like Modest Yahoo, yeah. but I, I, I enjoy the uh, novelty, the the novelty, the sure. blast from the past yeah. novelty. Yeah, I never uh, like downloaded his stuff at all. I just like, I knew, I remember him being there. No way. Yeah. Um, well, I like. I feel like he was on Jimmy Kimmel or something. I really yeah, like how you probably. presented this idea, sandwiched by two things that make sense and then one. Dance camp or thing. I can't. You did it. Yeah, because well. like, thank you. I, I figured, you know, I could have left one of them out for sure. I could have done only one, but I, it would have been too lame to just do Sufjan. It would have been too lame just to do Celtic it. Woman, you know? So, you didn't have like a gold trap where it was like, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have. The, the, oh, you certainly so didn't have the futurist. You did sure not have the futurist. <laughs> you did not have the futurist. I did not have the futurist. I did R- not have the futurist R- in my card. So I went Rich fans, Bruce Springsteen. But no, I like it. I like it. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> rich man's. <laughs> um, yeah, but the four quadrants, yeah. like, this, the, uh, totally. 2005. Yeah, that was fun. Heat Seekers is a it's a fun chart That's to it. go through. It, it's a yeah, it's, it it's, is yeah, so it's totally unexpected. You, you never know what you're gonna get on that chart. Like yeah, you just have to go yeah. by what catches your eye, which is tough because then maybe you're missing something good. Like if you don't know it, you know at first. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a fun uh, thing so far for sure. Um. I guess that's it. So, I mean, I think we all kind of would have predicted and did kind of assume that just much better stuff going on on these other charts than the main chart. Um, and if, even if it's not better, it's at least a little bit yeah. more interesting. And, yeah. And yeah. Less uh, prevalent in, you know, today's culture that we don't have to hear it all the time and all that. Although some of them are. But, uh, yeah, I mean, always enjoy digging into the charts coming out of 2005 now we'll be coming up on 2006 and we've kind of been teasing all along that we're just barreling towards some of the worst stuff at least on the main charts so i I, i'm interested to see what happens on these ones well i think 2006 
board bills like dan you've said it like it's definitely feels like it's getting a little bit better yeah. and there's so more maybe it gets better before right. it gets there's worse. more selection too there's yeah. more songs like it's yeah yeah um yeah. i'm excited i'm excited so, for that one um but we're we're also we're jumbled we're out of order uh in for 2005 it's dan and bravo next i think right yeah After right. this episode so stay tuned for that um, presenter Danny signing off and I I guess I owe an apology I thought the crazy frog thing would go over way better I thought it would be funnier it seems like you guys are just tortured by that and I, I didn't mean to torture my co-hosts my friends I'm sorry I tortured you guys I just, with that it, it was bad. so impossible to keep track of hey. new information that none of it made it sense it's right. <laughs> it was like I don't know yeah, what's it, happening here I thought it was a funny pick it was just a mean pick apparently I'm, uh, I'm sorry my bad guys. Hey, torture was in at that time. <laughs> Guantanamo Bay, like true. So it, it it was appropriate in some ways. Um. Anyway, I'm presenter number three, Dave Cologne. Yeah, what a fun, what a fun app. And we have even more funner stuff coming up for you next time. I'm sure of it. Sure of it. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>